Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Podcasting is now 15 years old. Holy cow, lots have changed. One thing that hasn't, (laughs) we've all gotten older. Is that really a good thing? Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra, an old dog of podcasting. Back in 2000 and early days, 2004, 2005, everything was new in the podcasting world. That's been 15 years, and you get that's been 15 years, and 15 years means whatever. Evo, I drive a 15-year-old car. It's no, it's no big deal. Well, let me just kind of drive this home for you for a moment. Back in the day, when podcasting had just gotten started, we were always amazed. We were on on the hunt for the youngest podcaster. And yeah, I had my kid come in the studio, you know, and he was like, I don't know, nine, ten years old, um, and do various things. We didn't have his own show. Buddy of mine, Dan, hi, Dan, uh, he had his son come in and do some things occasionally, and his son's going to become a podcaster as well. And there's been, you know, ups and downs. But when I look back at the youngest podcaster from back in the days, way back in the day, it was a 14-year-old kid named Robbie Trenchany. Hi, Robbie. Robbie Trenchany was a 14-year-old kid who was podcasting way, way back in the day. I mean, he was going to the events, he was calling up, he was into this whole thing. And that's cool. Yeah, here's the deal. I think Robbie's about 30 now. (laughs) 30. From 14 to 30, how much did you change? I'm not talking to you specifically, Robbie, right now, although feel free to answer the question. How much did you change between 14 and 30? Me? A whole lot. You know, and I assume that for the vast majority of us out there, we have changed a whole heck of a lot. Podcasting, too, has changed a whole lot. In those years, I know I acted a lot more like a 14-year-old when I was podcasting then as I do today, although an argument can be made. Never grow up, evil. Never grow up. But I do think that's impacting us, and I, and I want to have a conversation about it, because while it's impacting us, I should, I should identify the us. The us is the other old people of podcasting. Not just old dudes. Not just old dudes. Hi, Lynette. You know? Hi, lots of people have been there. Mignon's been doing it for a long time. Lots of us have been podcasting for a very long time, men and women. And there's a whole new crop of much, much younger podcasters that are coming up that have matriculated through the system, who've grown up with this. People like Robbie Trenchany, who at 14 had a probably very different outlook on podcasting than he has today. My fear is that for a lot of us, and I have to watch myself as well, I fear that a lot of us old school podcasters have a tough time learning the new tricks. Now, when you boil it down, it's not like things are vastly different. I mean, to create compelling content hasn't really changed. Sure, the tools and the techniques, that's changed. 
but not enough to where it really impacts our ability to make fantastic podcast content. That's probably not going to change anytime real soon. No, I'm talking more about the attitudes, the what is acceptable in podcasting and what is expected and anticipated. That's harder to do. And even though I don't worry too much about too many things, I do worry about that. I worry about my own ability as a 51-year-old dude. My ability to stay up with, not the technology, that's the easy part. My ability to stay up with the expectations in the marketplace. With the changes that are being brought about into our industry based on other outside forces. You know, when we started podcasting, there wasn't a Snapchat. When we started podcasting, there wasn't a Twitter. You know, all of these things have changed and had their impact on podcasting. Not Again, not from the technology only. That's the easy part. But from an expectation. You know, take the fact that advertising has become accepted and understood, and we don't even worry about it. Just go back to the beginning of time. Go back to the aughts when podcasting was started out. If you were going to start a directory or a service and say, hey, we're going to start putting podcasts, we're going to play podcasts on our radio station. That was a big thing for a while. A lot of independent radio stations said, hey, we can tap into this market. We already have this stick on the mountain that's broadcasting signals out to everyone. Let's put podcasts on them uh, and stick on the mountain. How about uh, stick orbiting the Earth? XM Satellite did this as well. And when they started doing this, some podcasters were up in arms because, wait a minute, you're playing commercials during my podcast. You're playing commercials on either side. My, my podcast is on a commercial radio station. No way. I have a Creative Commons Attributions non-commercial license that says you can't do that. Well, that's really not what that says. But nonetheless, that was the impression at the time. If you were... If your service was going to run ads and you wanted to also run podcasts, so the ads bracketed those podcast episodes, you were in for a big fight. Yeah, not so anymore. Not so. Don't believe me? Take a look at Spotify. Now, if you're a paid Spotify member like I am, you don't hear ads. But if you're not a paid Spotify member and you're listening to podcasts, you hear ads. Not ads that the podcaster ran. If you listen to this show on Spotify and you're a free Spotify user, you might hear an ad before or after my episode. And that's okay. We don't mind. Because attitudes have shifted. The people have shifted. The listeners have shifted. We know that's where the listeners are, a percentage of them. And so it's more important for us to be there than stamp our foot and hold our ground and say, no, I'm going to dictate how things actually happen. And that's part of the reason and the impetus why I'm so gung-ho on the Advancing Podcasting Party. Advancingpodcasting.xyz Because I want to make sure that the idea of making podcasting better, not just easier, that's the stated goal, but I also want to make sure that it's forward-thinking. That we think about what podcasting can be, not what podcasting was. Right, I'll let the conventional party, which doesn't exist yet, but I'll let those people continue to clamor for the way things were in 2006. And I'll continue to push forward on things that make sense for the future. As we make sure that we are advancing 
podcasting. So we got to learn some new tricks. If you've been doing this for a long time like I have, you probably also are a little bit concerned about your ability to stay up to speed. Again, not necessarily on the technology, although maybe that's your challenge. I don't know what your challenge is. Mine isn't the technology. That's easy. I'm assuming at some point in time, perhaps 15 years from now, that will become less easy. But so far, so good. But it's more about the idea and the attitudes that are out there on people. You know, we've got four initiatives right now that we're running on the Advancing Podcasting Party, all of which are aimed, not necessarily intentionally, but certainly have been so, aimed at making sure that us old podcasters know some new tricks. Like, I'll talk about them real briefly. We don't have a lot of details flushed out on these, but we do have four different things happening right now. Um, We're working on making RSS feeds better. Yeah, that thing has been around since the 90s. (laughs) And... 04, since RSS 2.0 Spectre, whenever that happened. Making those better for everybody. For you, for me, for listeners, for podcast hosting companies, the whole thing. Speaking of hosting companies, we've got a whole list of things we're putting in there for to help hosting companies understand more about what the new crop of people coming in want. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a, that's a, big, a big project we've got going on right now. Um, we're also looking to, to develop some things to help app makers understand what they should be doing. You know, we don't want any more um, bright lights. Uh, that that cause challenges in the in the industry, so we're trying to help with that one there. Yeah, uh, and then we're also working on a way to help it, help people who don't quite get it yet figure out an easier way to subscribe and listen to your shows. You know that thing we've been working on for fifteen years. These are all some of the things we're doing in the advancing podcasting party as we try to make sure that we these old dogs out there. Hi, I'm an old dog. Maybe you are too. We all get the new tricks as well. Want to join us again? Advancingpodcasting.xyz. But that'll do it for the day for me. Thank you very much for watching. By the way, if you have questions about podcasting for your business, maybe you need somebody like me and my company in your back pocket. We do this. We launch podcasts and keep them running. Keep you out of the weeds. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of all the services that I offer my clients. And I shall see you tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. 
If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.